Beware the jub-jub bird and shun the frumious bandersnatch. This episode is sponsored by Hired.com. Every week on Hired, they run an auction where over a thousand tech companies in San Francisco, New York, and LA bid on Ruby developers, providing them with salary and equity up front. The average Ruby developer gets an average of 5 to 15 introductory offers and an average salary offer of $130,000 a year. Users can either accept an offer and go right into interviewing with the company or deny them without any continuing obligations. It's totally free for users, and when you're hired, they give you a $2,000 signing bonus as a thank you for using them. But if you use the Ruby Rogues link, you'll get a $4,000 bonus instead. Finally, if you're not looking for a job but know someone who is, you can refer them to Hire to get a $1,337 bonus if they accept a job. Go sign up at Hire.com slash Ruby Rogues. This episode is sponsored by CodeChip.com. Don't you wish you could simply deploy your code every time your test pass? Wouldn't it be nice if it were tied to a nice continuous integration system? That's CodeChip. They run your code. If all your tests pass, they deploy your code automatically. For fast, free continuous delivery, check them out at CodeChip.com. Continuous delivery made simple. This episode is sponsored by Rackspace. Are you looking for a place to host your latest creation? Want terrific support, high performance, all backed by the latest open source cloud? What if you could try it for free? Try out Rackspace at rubyrogues.com slash Rackspace and get a $300 credit over six months. That's $50 per month at rubyrogues.com slash Rackspace. Snap is a hosted CI and continuous delivery that is simple and intuitive. Snap's deployment pipelines deliver fast feedback and can push healthy builds to multiple environments automatically or on demand. Snap integrates deeply with GitHub and has great support for different languages, data stores, and testing frameworks. Snap deploys your application to cloud services like Heroku, DigitalOcean, AWS, and many more. Try Snap for free. Sign up at snapci.com slash rubyrogues. Welcome to Ruby Rogues, episode 199. We're going to be talking today with Noah Gibbs about deployments. Our panel today is Jessica Kerr. Good morning. And myself. Good morning. So, Noah, why don't you introduce yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I wrote a book called Rebuilding Rails a while back, basically about uh, understanding Rails by building a similarly structured framework. But you start from Rack and, you know, basically the same thing as Rails starts with and build it yourself. At this point, I'm building a deployment class. And, you know, looking at the existing stack it takes to get a server out there around your uh, your, your Ruby app, I think it's frightening and, and uh, kind of dismaying. So I'm hoping to fix some of that. Rebuilding Rails, is that like the Lego instructions for how to construct your own Rails instead of buying it pre-built? Uh, a lot like that, yeah. You start by building your own controllers, uh, you build your own views, you build your own ORM. I actually gave a talk at the Golden Gate Ruby conference from the, the ORM chapter of that, basically doing an ORM small enough that all of the code fit on the slides, like really 80 lines of code, you know, really fit on the slides. So that Lego approach sounds a lot like Sinatra to me. It's got some things in common. Sinatra is very interwoven. Uh, I've built on top of Sinatra, replacing systems of it. And in concept, it is a lot like that. And in practice, the Sinatra code is really not built for that. I was almost half-joking because there's that old adage that any sufficiently advanced Sinatra app duplicates Rails. <laughs> How old is that yeah. adage? <laughs> I didn't well, make like it all, up. All of I can't take credit. Well, it's like all of great Western culture. I assume it's Chinese sometime before 800 Or <laughs> 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 oh, in this case, maybe Japanese. <laughs> Um, All right, so, but yeah, so uh, in concept, it's a lot like that. And you can also build, uh, I don't know if you've used rack middleware much, but it's amazing how much of Rails you can build out of rack middleware layered on top of anything, which is how Rails is built these days. What is rack? 
I'm not a uh, Ruby developer. Uh, sure. Sure. So Rack is the protocol sort of like CGI that the Ruby web servers speak to the Ruby web frameworks. And so the reason that you can use, say, Unicorn or Thin interchangeably is that they all speak the same protocol. But it turns out built into that protocol in Ruby, not in CGI, is how to do a series of layers. So basically your request goes through... Uh, rack middleware on the way in, and the middleware can change the request, and then it goes through rack middleware on the way out, and it can change the response. Oh, okay. We have something like that in Clojure. It's called Ring. Yes, like that. It turns out that every Ruby web server is, every Ruby frame, web framework is built on 